Hello and welcome back to the Call Her Blessed podcast. I'm your hostess, Rebecca Hardy. Today we're talking about friendship. This is a special topic that I want to address with you today because it seems to be something that has come up a lot over the past couple years of my life and I was pretty drastically reminded of it the other day when I was reading scripture. So true friendship, what is it? Many times in my life I've felt like even though I had a good amount of people that I like to be around and spend time with that I would still feel lonely or not understood in these friendships or like I wasn't sure if these people had my best interest at heart. And I know that a lot of people feel this way because over the years it's come up with my closest friends time and time again. In my life I've had friends who later reveal themselves as, I wouldn't say enemies because I love them still no matter what, but Friends who prove to have bad intentions. Friends who could be described with the popular snake in the grass saying. It's important to be conscious of who we let into our hearts and lives because who we become matters. And who we become is shaped by those who we share ourselves with. So how do you know if you're in a true friendship? This podcast also goes out to those who feel that maybe they haven't been the best friend in the past. We've all been there. So let's talk qualities. It really comes down to two major components, and as you may have noticed by now, I do like to reference scripture in my thoughts on these things, and while it may be widely unacceptable to do so in the modern world, I remember, you know, in certain classes in college, we couldn't use scripture to argue our points, we had to look to other things, but we know as Christians and as Catholics that the wisdom contained in scripture is more than you will find anywhere else, that it is authoritative and that the word of God we know is also living and effective. It cuts through the lies of our lives and of our times and you will never be led astray when you consult the word of God for answers. However, a word of caution with that in mind is that, you know, if you're having a tough time dealing with your family or your friends, maybe avoid the part in the Old Testament about killing all your enemies. Probably not helpful. So the scripture we're referencing for the podcast is Sirach 37. It reads, Some people will be your friend as long as things are going well, but they will turn against you when trouble comes. A real friend will help you against your enemies and protect you in the fight. Never forget such a companion in battle. Share the results of your victory with him. So the two things from this that I really want to bring out is that this person, this friend, is reliable in times of pain and joy. The passage also brings up an amazing point about how this friend takes your side against your enemies, but we can address that topic further in a different podcast about gossiping or slander. Anyway, I want to be 100% clear when speaking on this. I firmly believe that friendship is a gift. It's something that the famous Christian author C.S. Lewis, who is my favorite author of all time. I think he's just a genius. And the way he speaks about God and about our lives is just, you know, it's beautiful. But he says in his book titled The Four Loves that friendship is unnecessary. Like philosophy or art, like the universe itself, it has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things which give value to survival. While family and married relationships are forged by blood or by the law, friendship is freedom. 
You can come and go as you please, or at least it should be that way. Some of you listening to this may be in toxic friendships, those friendships that are not drawing you to God and that either yourself, the other person, or both need to grow in. So let's take a second and just call out some things, you know, hit some hard truths on this. A true virtuous friendship does not draw you away from the things you truly want in life, does not discourage your growth. A true friendship does not place a heavy burden on your shoulders. A true friendship does not persecute you for your beliefs. A true friendship does not pressure you into uncomfortable situations. A true friendship is not jealous of the other friendships or relationships in your life. And the list goes on, but you get my point. How much time do we spend worrying about the opinion of someone who does not have our best interests at heart? We let these friendships put so much pressure on us or draw us into situations that are not going to help our souls. All the while, this person doesn't even really care about what's truly happening to you or truly going on with you. Our chaplain at Mount St. Mary's University, Father Brian, had this one-liner that he repeated enough times during my education that I will literally never forget it. I actually think about it probably once a week because it just hit me that hard. But he would always say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. There's this popular idea that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And who you let in your circle matters based on this belief, you know? And we can see that reigning true in our own lives because the times in my life when I spent the most time with people who weren't focused on God, I wasn't focused on God. The times when I was surrounded by people who just wanted to have a good time or wanted to party, I just wanted to have a good time or party. The times when I was surrounded by people who actually wanted to pursue a life of virtue close to God, that's when my life changed. So now that we've cut through what we are clearly not speaking about today, we're not speaking about those friendships that are clearly not good for you. If you're still wondering because you're iffy about some people who seem like good friends, but you're still unsure, this next clarification should bring some light to that. We said earlier that a friend is there in times of sadness and in times of joy. The Bible instructs us to weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. When you're in a hard spot and you're suffering, your friend will be there to take compassion on your suffering. This doesn't mean they act as the fixer of your problems or, you know, the person who's going to make everything okay. It's that this person doesn't make the whole thing about them. They don't minimize your pain. And they don't try to convince you that you'll be okay because they've been through way worse and that you should just get over it. This person will validate your feelings. A true friend recognizes your hurt and shows love in that moment in whatever capacity they're capable. They give you the space to be sad without making you feel unheard or invalidated. I honestly think that out of the two things we're discussing today, that this is the easier one to find in people. When you add the second one in, I think it kind of draws a harder line. The second part of the passage that we read earlier said, Never forget such a companion in battle. Share the results of your victory with him. A true friend finds joy 
in hearing of your victories. In an age where everything is so competitive and we're basically encouraged to envy anyone doing well, this is the place where intentions become visible. When you do well, when you're succeeding, thriving, happy with the way things are going, a true friend is also overjoyed. And my favorite example of this is my best friend, Veronica. Since college, we have been more like sisters than anything. Veronica has been married for years now and is on her second child. I am unmarried, no children, experiencing different parts in life than she is at this point. We live in separate states and we talk probably a couple of times a month. But every single time one of us has a life event, it's as if it happened to both of us. The amount of joy that I felt on her wedding day and at the announcements of both of her children is unreal. I can't even explain it. Veronica is the same with me. Everything I do, from writing to podcasting to dating, Veronica always has my back, standing there affirming me, congratulating me, and being just as interested in my life as I am. With two kids, she still makes the time to be able to read the stuff that I write and listen to my podcast, and I think that is just so touching, and it's just such an example of what true friendship should look like. And while that's not required, I wouldn't be upset with Veronica even if she didn't have the time, but just I think it shows her love and her heart that these things that mean so much to me also mean something to her. I honestly can't believe that I ever deserved a friendship like this, and I will definitely cherish it for the rest of my life. With all this in mind, let's also just think about how jealousy is the decayer of friendships. If you cannot rejoice over someone else's achievements, it might be time to work on that. There's no room for jealousy in love. Where love is involved between friends, the joy and sorrow of one is also the joy and the sorrow of the other. If you feel personally attacked by this, then you know it's something your heart is telling you to work on. I don't make the rules. But that's it. These two parts of a good friendship pose a challenge to our current friendships, but they also give a sense of joy at recognizing a true friend when we find one. And maybe you already have one, and thank God for that. But if you listen to this podcast and you're like, shoot, I need to drop all my friends because none of them are like that, none of them are there for me like that, I would say pump the brakes on that one. The control is really in your hands of how you approach your friendships. If you know it's horrible, sure, drop it. It'll probably be good for you. But you can also choose where boundaries go. You can think to yourself, I'm not going to share the deepest parts of my heart with this person because I know they won't support me in it and I'll feel like it's a waste of time or I'll lose the excitement for my dreams. Or maybe you might think, you know, I'll grab lunch with them, but they're not going to have access to that part of my heart. That's also fine. You know, we can draw boundaries in friendships and we can keep friends, however, maybe not as close as we would like to. I will say this. If you don't have a good friend and you're doing everything on your part to be a good friend, ask God. God is the giver of all good and perfect gifts and he wants these things for you too. It's so much easier to follow him when we also have someone close to us who is also following him or also seeking him. If this podcast reminded you of one of your friends, send it to them. Good or bad, keep me updated on the drama. Just kidding, but like maybe not. I don't know. Let me know if there's any good stories. Anyway, but seriously, those friends who are good to you are a treasure, and today would be a good day to remind them of that. And if in listening to this you thought to yourself, dang, I'm the one with the issue, don't worry. You know, we all have issues, and none of us is perfect, but we can be good. 
Ask God to help you to become a better friend. Ask him to remove the things that stand in the way of it. Ask him to increase your love. And that's all I have on this at the moment. But let's pray. Let's pray. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear God, thank you so much for the true friends in our lives. I ask that you send us anyone who is meant to be in our lives, any of those friends that we just haven't asked for yet that you've been dying to send our way. I ask that you give us clear vision and know what to do with these friendships that might be hurting us or drawing us away from you. I pray for strength and for wisdom and knowledge for the person listening to this. Thank you for the gift that they are to this world, and I ask that you bless all of us with your love and with your kindness and compassion. Help us to be good friends and help us to find good friends. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you at the next podcast. God bless.